When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sherman and Tingle in the morning. What do you think of when you hear this type of music? Think of either the beach in the 50s or the fiction that's pulp. Pulp fiction. It's the first thing that comes to my mind as well. Matter of fact, this is off of the pulp fiction soundtrack. This is uh, the lively ones. Surf Rider. Yeah, that's it. There's a guy that's in this band. He is the dad of somebody that we talked to just last week. Do you remember who we talked to last week? Uh, who we talked to last week? That's going to be uh, Cheverini. Ryan Cheverini from ABC7. His dad was in this. It's crazy. That's, that that's pretty cool. His, he can say that his dad is on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. But that was like, that was one piece of information. This song is Pulp Fiction. Yeah, well, this is, this, this is the go-to song for Pulp Fiction. But there was all of these different facts, and some that I knew, and then some I had no idea about, about Pulp Fiction. Here, we've seen that movie so many times. It's on so many times. I mean, it's been out since 94. But there's so many interesting ones that I thought, there's there's no way that other people would know this. For instance, like uh, the, the scene. Bring out the gimp. You know that one, and this song. Oh, yeah. There oh, was, you know whose dad was in this band? Who? In the Comanche, or the 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 rebels? Yeah, it was uh, Pat Tom Sula. Oh, really? Yeah. All all sports people in Chicago. And the reason TV. why they got this band to do that scene is because every member in the band wore a gimp suit. Ah, I see. They performed. Actually, in that in the movie, bring out the gimp. That was actually Pat Tomasulo. You would never know. He was in in the suit. He was in the suit. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. That was his first break. Before getting on WGN. But anyway, the song that's playing right here, he's never going to be on the show again. Never going to come back. This song that's playing right here was not the original song that was supposed to be in that scene. It was supposedly a, a completely different song. They just couldn't get the rights. Wait till you hear what song. Do you remember? No, I do not. I'm going to take a stab. I'm going to say Ambrosia, How Much I Feel. Ambrosia. Good guess, but wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for, it's a world famous Sherman and Tingle Pulp Fiction Fun Facts. That's right. <laughs> it was a teenage Love Pulp Fiction. I'm ready to hear what song was supposed to be during the gimp scene. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that one coming up. It's I thought this was so interesting on all of these facts with, with Pulp Fiction. And for instance, like you, you see this movie so many times, you think you have it all, but then you find out stuff like this scene. Fox instance. Force 5. Fox is in we're a bunch of foxy chicks. Force is in we're a force to be reckoned with. And five is in there's one, two, three, four, five of us. Can you imagine anybody else playing that character? I couldn't imagine anybody else. Because, you know, you, you love the movie and you know it. And the thought of it, just like, it's like any movie. You, you see all the people audition for any movie, and you're like, what? I couldn't see that. Yeah, Uma Thurman. Obviously, she was she was the actress that won that part. But can you can you imagine if it were Julia Louise Dreyfus 
That's who was up for that part. Halle Berry, Meg Ryan, Daryl Hannah, Joan Cusack, and Michelle Pfeiffer. And she's the one that wanted out on all of those. That's great. I, I could see some of those other people doing it, but just, yeah, Uma was great. How about uh, this scene? I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says bad mother. That wallet? That was actually Tarantino's during the filming. He's, and he just put it in the film. That's how that, all that came from because it was his wallet. It was Quentin Tarantino's wallet. That's good. Uh, this scene, I think you may know this one because I saw this one. It was about a year ago, but it made it in there too. This this scene. We happy? Vincent? We happy? Yeah, we happy. Of what was actually in the case. Do you remember that? No. Uh, I remember the scene, yeah. But was what was actually in the case. It was a, uh, a lantern of some sort. Exactly. That's why I saw that one. I'm like, I don't know if everybody's seen that, but what was actually in the suitcase was a battery with a light bulb. So when Vincent opens it up, that's what was making that glow. Ah. Everybody thinks it was gold or something like that. No, it was just a battery. Uh, okay, this this is a good one. This, this scene right here in Pulp Fiction. Marvin, what do you make of all this? Man, I don't even have an opinion. Well, you gotta have an opinion. I mean, do you think that God came down from heaven and stopped? Oh! <laughs> That's, That's the greatest scene. <laughs> I hate it when they do the TV version. They cut out so much yeah. of that well, scene. That doesn't work. They just end it. But it was actually supposed to be a little bit different. He was. It was supposed to kind of go the same way, but instead of being shot in the face, he was shot in the throat. And then Vincent was supposed to have to, like, say, I'm sorry. And have to put him out of his misery then in the car. But they figured, you know what? Getting shot in the face was dramatic it, enough. And it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it Shooting in the face was funny. But it, in it, that. it would have been even more dramatic. All right. How about this one? You're uh, on brain detail. <laughs> why, why am I in the back of the car? <laughs> That's great. Uh, like this, this song. What does this in the movie remind you of? Zed's Dead Baby. No. No? What is it? That's uh, when he was driving after he shot up. You know, he's just—he's on his way to to Mia's house. Vincent was he's on his glazed way. up. Yeah, he's okay. totally glazed up. So how did John Travolta? How did he know how to play that accurately of being high on heroin without obviously taking heroin? How did he know that? He talked to one of Quentin's friends, who was a heroin addict, who was a recovering heroin addict and suggested that John Travolta get drunk on tequila and lie in a hot pool to properly portray the drug's effects without taking the drugs. So that that apparently, according to a, a hot pool, a hot pool being hammered on tequila is the same type of feeling. Huh. Doesn't sound enjoyable. No. All right, how about uh, this scene? You, you, you're going to give it a shot. Oh, you're going to give it a shot. I ain't giving her a shot. I ain't giving her the shot. i never done this yeah, before. I ain't never done it before either, all right? I ain't starting now. Look, you brought her here, and that means that you're going to give her the shot. Give her the shot. How? How did Mia or Uma Thurman not actually hurt, get hurt in that, that scene? Like the stabbing motion with the needle? It was a completely real syringe. How did she not get hurt? When he stabs her down in the chest. You're I, saying it was a real syringe? It was a real syringe that was completely real, was not fake. How did Travolta not hurt Uma Thurman in the shooting of that scene with the real syringe? She has a, uh, a chest thing plate, sort of like Iron Man. Nope. And they just went through that. No. <laughs> what, what is it? 
The shot of Vincent plunging the syringe of adrenaline to Mia's chest was actually filmed in reverse, with the actor pulling the needle away from the chest rather than jabbing it down, and then they just reversed it. That's all that was, because he comes down so fast, and it was a real needle, and he didn't want a fake needle. He wanted, because Quentin Tarantino, he's like, no, it's got to be real. Did it, did it show it go, the needle going into the chest? No, just because it goes right to her chest. You could never stop it in that amount of time, so he, they just did it in reverse. Well, okay, wow. All right. How about uh, the sound of this scene? <laughs> That's when Butch, Butch goes back to his apartment to get the father's watch, and then uh, Vincent gets shot. I always thought that this was weird. Why was there an automatic weapon sitting in the kitchen when Vincent was in the bathroom? Why would he have left that in the kitchen? Do you know the whole story? No. Why do you think that would have happened? I could always, I, I never could figure out why. I just thought in the movie that he's like, oh, no one's here. I'm just going to put it down. No, that bothered me. I'm like, he would take that with him in the bathroom. Okay. What was the reason? It wasn't Vincent's. It was somebody else's. Whose was it? I don't know. No guesses? It was Marcellus Wallace. Because he went out to go get coffee, left the gun there. He couldn't take it to go get coffee, which is proven when Butch is driving the car and then sees him carrying the coffee back to the room, and then he runs him over with the car. No kidding. So it was his gun. Okay. Uh, bad things always happen when Vincent takes a dump, too. The next time you watch, every time he goes to the toilet, something bad happens. So he's at Mia's house. He steps out, finds her overdosing. At the restaurant in the final scene, sees his partner getting held up yeah. you know, by the robber. And then finally, the, the last scene that you just heard. <laughs> but finally, though, the one. This, this is the one. Bring out the gimp. The scene with this song. It was supposed to be a different song. They couldn't get the rights. It went to another another movie. It's not supposed to be Comanche. I know. What is it? Wake Me Up by Wham. Wham. Good guess, but... I don't know how it would have ever worked with this song. My Sharona? My it was supposed to be the music when the gift... My Sharona was supposed to be while the torture scene was going on. Instead, it went to Reality Bites. The song was in Reality Bites. Yeah. They bought the rights to the song, so Pulp Fiction couldn't use it. Could no you, kidding. Can you imagine? I could see the, the song being played in there in, in Tarantino's world. Well, let's see. You okay? No, man. I'm pretty far from okay. <laughs> what now? Let me tell you what now. I'ma call a couple of hard pipe hitters and go to work on the homes here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. <laughs> you hear me talking, hillbilly boy? I ain't do what you by damn sight. I'ma get medieval on your ass. It's the Sherman and Tingle Show. Mornings on 97.1 FM, The Drive, Chicago's classic rock.